hate my body being popped. I don't like any joint being popped, but my neck, it freaks me out. I don't care for it at all. And right. so things are said, things are done on the table. Things just are not good. Uh, on it shouldn't the table. be filmed. No, right. Right. no. And <laughs> I, I make weird noises. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You would get a million views. We need to put that on YouTube. Right. I'll, I'll get. I'll send it to you guys. Okay. That next to your topless Jeep photos, that will go crazy. That, that might uh, yeah. break the internet, much as your husband did with his reenactment of the Titanic song. Bazer's just breaking everything. Hey guys, this is Mindy, and I'm a big ass runner from Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now here's your hosts, Jeff Harrell and Stephen Pratt. Well, great job, Mindy. Stephen, Cleveland rocks. Have you ever been to Cleveland before? You know, I have not, but I do have family from Cleveland, so that's really exciting. And isn't Jeff, since I'm so well-versed in this, isn't the rock and roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. You are correct, and I have been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know that surprises you. I know. You probably could name everything in there without even looking at it. No, no, but I think if you went in there, you might get lost. I <laughs> I think in many ways, I would probably get lost. So, Well, hey, listen, Mandy, thank you so much for doing the introduction. She is an aspiring mermaid, weightlifter, rebel runner, and just an all-around cool person. Well, if you're an aspiring mermaid, you've got to be cool. I, well, I know, exactly. So anyway, thank you again, Mindy, for doing the introduction, and we're excited. So Jeff, this is episode... 52, Stephen. 52. Episode 52. This is the Big S Runner. My name is Jeff Harrell. And I'm Stephen Pritt. Yeah, I can't believe we've made it. We are definitely downhill, over the hill, something like that. Yeah, we are slowly loosening our arms, lengthening our stride, and heading down the hill. Well, Stephen, I thought because it was so much effort to get up and over the hill that <laughs> we could maybe theme this episode as a recovery episode. That's true. I mean, I'm a little exhausted from episode 50 and, and the midlife crisis episode, so... That took a lot out of you. Yeah, it did. So recovery sounds really good right now. Well, we've got a couple of really fun segments, Stephen, planned. In segment number one, we've got a segment we call News You Can Use. I found an article that Trail Runner Magazine had put out talking about working out and working in. Ooh, what does that mean? What does working in mean? I don't know. It's about recovery, though. I'll give you a little hint. Wow. And then the second segment, Stephen, we are going to hear a story uh-oh. From one of our favorites. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, let me just say, you do not want to... We're going to unveil, so to speak, right. this story. <laughs> you have to go back and listen to that line, because it'll make sense once you hear this incredible story from one of our favorites, Marcy Baser. Oh, well, if you have not heard Marcy, maybe you're new to the podcast, you can definitely fast forward to that part and then rewind and see hear the other part. But Marcy's a great friend, and... She just brings life, energy, and lots of laughter into any room that she comes into. She's so. a pre-runner. We are working on her. She has done some running yeah. lately. Yeah. But she always brings funny yes. and an interesting perspective. <laughs> that is for sure. Well, before we get to that, Stephen, I thought maybe you and I could, since this is the recovery episode, we can talk a little bit about some of the things that we enjoy when it comes to recovery and maybe some of the things we don't enjoy as much. 
Yeah, I think it's true. I mean, a lot of times, you know, runners, we put so much into training and we've logged some of these hours and then we realize, you know, we you need to recover, you need to celebrate, you need to let your body kind of cycle over. So yeah, and in an effort of trying that, we've definitely done some things and tried some things and uh, some things worked and some things don't. What are some of your favorites, Stephen? Well, my first and immediate thing that I love, and I think you might share this as well from, especially after a race, I love to recover with a nice big stack of pancakes and bacon <laughs> and eggs and some coffee. That's I, the best recovery there is. I tell you, but seriously, all kidding aside, like when we go and run and then we get to go out to eat afterwards, I don't know why I found that. I mean, I get the idea of comfort food. So Yes, yes, definitely. It's We're refueling. That's what we like to call it anyway. We're replenishing and refueling and recovering from that race. There's some of the obvious ones, Stephen, like you know, stretching and foam rolling that a lot of people will talk about. I wanted to talk maybe about some of the ones that – are less obvious. Like one of the things I really enjoy, and I don't think you do, uh-huh. is the massage. Yeah, I'm not a big massage fan. I've tried a couple and yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. But I know that there are some really good places you can go to really get your muscles back. I'm just not a fan of them. Good I one. could get a massage every day. Really? <laughs> I love Getting a massage. And I like the sports massage where they stretch out as well. Oh, it's yeah. It's great. Yeah. Now, we've tried stretching before, and I really like that. Like, I don't know in other places, but in Texas, there's a couple places where you can actually – they're kind of like professional stretchers. Yes, they're labs, stretch labs. They're, yeah, they're labs where they you go in, you kind of tell them what your goals are, and they actually stretch you out for you. And I thought it was really beneficial. I mean, it's a little pricey, but it was worth definitely trying. You know what it made me feel? I, I did enjoy it, but it made me feel a little bit lazy. <laughs> like, hey, can you stretch me? <laughs> because I'm too lazy to stretch myself. Right. Well, at least they stretched us. You know, I, I didn't feel like Gumby, but they definitely stretched us further than I would have stretched myself. That's true. Yeah. That's true. What about things like saunas or hot tubs, things like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Again, this is going to sound weird. I'm not a big fan of hot tubs, but saunas I do like. But this might sound a little contradictory, but I love a good Epsom salt bath. Oh, you do? There's a couple brands of salt that they have. There's some sports salt that they have that kind of replenish. And... I know it sounds weird, but I don't mind a nice hot Epsom salt bath. Like that's one of my favorite things because you get the recovery, you get the salt, and then you also just get to relax a little bit. Timmy Time likes that as well. I think the problem, I don't, I like it as well. I don't do it as much as I should. I think it's because the salt I use is Coach Soak. Uh huh. And I just don't want to take a bath with Coach Soap. It <laughs> just true. feels it feels a little awkward. Right, yeah. And I, I, I would imagine there probably aren't too many tubs that fit Clydesdale. <laughs> the Clydesdale tub. Right, exactly. We so. have one of those jacuzzi tubs, so it actually does fit me, but uh-huh. I just need to do it more. We have a hot tub. That's true. And I do enjoy getting the hot tub, but the problem is the hot tub has not been working. Oh, no, yeah. So, yeah, long story uh-huh. about this. It's a hot tub next you know attached to our pool right we had the freezing weather in february destroyed everything it destroyed the hot tub heater and so we've not been able to actually have hot water in the hot tub well maybe it'll be a time machine sometimes (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's true well anything else Stephen, that you like to do from a recovery standpoint you know i think nothing that would be different than anybody else sometimes i will do this jeff is you know those like little tiny dixie cups that usually you get when like when you rinse your mouth out with scope or something like that or maybe yep. your grandma has them right. you know kind of thing i used to take those and i do this still sometimes too where i'll take them and i'll fill them up with like three-fourths of water 
and then freeze them. And then what after like a run or something like that, especially on the hot days, I'll actually take it and rub it against your shins. Oh. And so it kind of massages that. And what's kind of cool that as you don't need something else to kind of hold like a towel or a napkin kind of thing. And then you can just kind of unpeel it like a burrito and then just okay. keep on rubbing your shins. It's and like then, a popsicle. Yeah. It's like a shin popsicle. So, yeah. <laughs> is that one of your cross country secrets? It is. Yeah. Uh, I that's, knew it. That's exactly what it is. So I will do that from time to time. And that's... That's probably one that's not as common, but, and especially if you have shin splints, that's even if you don't, but it's, it's a good thing for your calf muscles as well too. Yeah. Speaking of ice, I've tried the cryotherapy a couple of times. Oh yeah. What's that like? It's really uncomfortable and (laughs) (laughs) which is fine. You know, I think trail runners are used to that. Right. I just couldn't tell a significant difference and maybe it's because I didn't give it enough time. Right. But I'm one of those people that I want to see results pretty quickly. (laughs) Right. And I just couldn't see the cost value there, the benefits of it. So for me, I usually stick with foam rolling, stretching, saunas, like you said, my gym's got a sauna. I love going to the sauna. I think it's good heat training as well. Right. But one thing I am going to start doing more of, I know is important is yoga. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I've never done yoga before. Yoga is really hard. Yeah. And I've, you know, I'm a member of Peloton and they've got a lot of great yoga. I have no excuses, Stephen. I have an app on my phone, <laughs> an app on my TV. I've got no excuses. They've got some awesome yoga exercises. So I will do that. Well, there's one thing I think that you do really, really well. And every time I come over to your house is that you always roll your feet. There's always a tennis ball and you're really good at protecting your fascia. Is that right? I think that's what it is. Plantar fasciitis. Yes. Yeah. So I have struggled with that before. And when I would get treated, I've got gout as well from time to time, although that's under control right now. What my doctors would tell me is, yeah, get a tennis ball and I keep it in my office here in the podcasting room. And then, you know, now that we're working from home, I don't hardly ever wear shoes. So I just <laughs> get up and roll my feet out with the tennis ball. And they also say a lacrosse ball, put it in the freezer uh-huh. and roll out with that. It gives you the ice and the cold and the rolling action too. So try that, that out. Yeah. Some little pro tips here from the big ass runner, not derivative from our data scientists. And- no, we didn't need their help. Right. Exactly. We've got this stuff on our own. So, so if you got big Clydesdale feet like me, try the, yeah, try the tennis ball and the lacrosse ball. That's really good advice. Well, with that, Stephen, let's get going on the recovery episode. This is episode number 52 of The Big Ass Runner. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Say about your love, that's a man insane. You broke my wheel, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love the love, cause I thought it was fine. Steven, since this is the recovery episode, I was perusing the internets, the interwebs. You were crawling the internets. I was doing whatever you just said (laughs) and came across an article in Trailrunner magazine that I thought was really interesting because we are talking about recovery. And this is an article that is in their January 21st, 2021. I don't know if it's online and in the print, but it was done by Zoe Hrome. And I thought it was really good because the title is It's Time to Get Real About Recovery. We've talked a little bit about recovery on this podcast before. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things as we continue to run and try to get better as athletes and as trail runners, recovery keeps coming up. And I think we tend, everyday runners tend to think of recovery as just stopping and not working out. Right. 
But I think it's much more than that. Yeah, and they actually talk about this in the article, and I think it's a really good way to think about it too, is that a lot of times we kind of abdicate recovery to the off-season. So like, yep. and, okay, well, I'll get to that to the off-season, or that'll be a part of that, and that's my time to rest. But I think what this is a good reminder and really illuminates too is the fact that recovery should be a part of your training. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's like, okay, I'll recover after that, but it's like train, recover, train, recover, train. Rec- and that is part of it. And yes, there's an off season and those kind of things, but I think it's a really good way of thinking about it. You know, that, that they should bring up in this article. Yeah. One of the things Zoe says, I thought was a good way of thinking about it. She talks, you know, we, we talk about working out all the time. I'm gonna go work out. I'm gonna go lift weights. I'm gonna go run. I'm gonna go do something active. And she says that it's great to be called worked out because you're expending energy and you're tearing down muscles and things like that. It, she says it's just as important to think about working in. So putting things back into your body, that active recovery so that your muscles can build and your, you know, your VO2 max can grow, things like that. Right. So working in is an active thing that you do, not a passive thing that you do. And I think that's how I've tended to think about recovery is more passive. And I love the fact that she puts an active word to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, the idea of in, because I think a lot of the things that you think about working or recovering, basically it is, it's like the mindfulness and the sleep and all those kinds of things that you want to do. One thing she brought out that I thought was really intriguing that if you think about it long enough, it makes sense. But part of being aware of yourself in the different things is one of the systems that if you don't recover, that it really gets affected is actually your nervous system. Yeah. So that's your chemical pathway, your signaling. Obviously, you need that system to contract muscles, but restoring your mind and your body has a profound effect on a system that you probably don't necessarily spend a lot of time thinking about, which is your nervous system. But it really is true. So having that, I think, is really important. Why do you think, Stephen, we don't take recovery as seriously as we should? I think part of it is the mentality of go, 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 like the harder, just one more, just one more, you know, go, go one more time kind of a thing which I think is good when you're supposed to be training. Right. But I think she says something here I think is interesting. She says, athletes also fail to decelerate because they don't recognize just how much they're doing and how tired they are. Yeah, that was interesting. Like you said, the the idea of deceleration. But I think you're right, Jeff. I mean, if you think about it, okay, so this is a podcast for everyday trail runners. We all run at different paces. Some people are brand new to trail running. Some people have been running for a while. So regardless of, you know, time and pace and all that kind of stuff, I would say, and maybe you you would agree, Jeff, that all trail runners are pretty motivated people, right? Like we have a lot of stories about the why. So there's something that motivates us to run. It's not just running fast and hard all the time. But I think recovery kind of... It feels like, at least it does for me, that that's almost like laziness, you know, or it's not like, oh, well, I'm motivated or I need to be doing this. And therefore, if I don't, then I'm being lazy or I'm not being motivated. And I think 
that's a tension that I always feel. And so I wonder if that's the case for a lot of people, because then if, if I'm not doing something, then it should be recovery. But I feel like, okay, well, I'm not motivated or I'm not doing what I should be doing or achieving my goals. I can tell you when I take a day off, I feel guilty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can feel lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I should not feel that way. In fact, she points out, she says, depriving your body of focused recovery during a particularly grueling training program can cause your training to go haywire. I think a lot of times that equals injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've started doing that. I think we've talked about it before. I know you do a lot of Peloton and you go to the gym. And I really like Orange Theory, but I'll do Orange Theory like on Monday, Tuesday. I skip Wednesday all the time and then do Thursday and Friday and then leave the weekends for real running or really speed workouts or longer distances. But I have found a complete difference by not doing the Wednesday because I used to do that for a while. And I'm not as good as a runner because when I was doing Wednesday versus taking a break from it, I feel like I'm way more energized for the weekend, which is more important for how I'm training for races. Yeah. And she points out, workouts tax your muscles. So if you're working out every day, like you just pointed out, that's going to tax your muscles. And those tissues cannot grow without ample time to repair. Energy is a limited yet renewable resource. It must be replenished through nutrition and rest. That's it. Yeah, it really is true. I think the last thing that I really thought that was kind of cool from this, and maybe you guys that are listening are thinking, well, I've never really heard about this. We've heard about recovery, but she says working in and being intentional and really trying to optimize recovery is really largely uncharted territory for athletes. Yeah. And it really is true because I mean, I think if we all sat back and think, think about all the time and effort, Jeff, that you and I train or we get coaches or that we use different programs to train for our races. But what if we had the same plan for recovery? Right. Like the, same, we should. the same charts, right? Exactly. But this is our recovery chart. This is our training chart. I mean, you don't really see those things on the internet. So I think it is uncharted territory, but I think it, it is a more holistic approach to really training, no matter if this is your day one or you're training for your first 50K or you're just kind of exploring running to begin with. Yeah. And I think like you pointed out, Stephen, this is for the everyday runner. And our goal is we want people motivated to complete. And we just heard a couple of reviews last week about people wanting to run their first 50K. But usually where people get tripped up, is injury yeah. overtraining. And so I think our heart, Stephen, for our listeners is take recovery seriously. Make working in as important as working out. And that way you'll kind of grow at the right pace. You'll train at the right pace. You'll recover at the right pace. And you'll be ready, Stephen, yeah. for race day. So when you tow that line, <laughs> right. you're ready to go. Yeah. And I think the goal, too, is I think we all want to run as long and as far as we want to. And I feel like if we don't take it seriously, then we'll be told <laughs> when to stop. And I don't think that we want that. I think it's just as long as we can. We know injury is inevitable, but more we could do this, the longer we can stave off and, and really enjoy a fruitful long time of running. And Zoe doesn't point this out in the article, but I'll point it out, Stephen, the older we get, <laughs> the probably more important yeah, recovery is. You can probably point. get away with it a little bit more when you're younger, but as you get a little bit older, recovery is certainly important. So check out this article. We thought it was really, really helpful. It's called It's Time to Get Real About Recovery by Zoe Hrom in Trailrunner Magazine or trailrunner.com. Check it out. That is news you can use.
Well, Stephen, one of the things we just absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there making it happen. We've got a really special one today. Well, yes, Jeff, and we actually have Trish, and she goes by Second Chance Runner on Instagram, and we've actually known Trish for a while. I say we've known, we've never met her before, but we feel, we like, feel like we know we her. We feel like we know her, and I cannot believe we've never given her a shout out and kudos. Yeah, I, shame, shame on us. I know. So Trish, she's kind of like old school, original, big ass runner, and we just love her and her family and all that she stands for. Just a really cool person and doing some really cool things out, caring for her family. So Trish, we just want to say congratulations. You make it all happen and doing all the things that you do and you're an amazing runner. So we just want to say congratulations and we want to give you a long overdue shout outs and kudos to you. So with that, Stephen, way to go, Trish. Try to see it my way. Only time will tell if I am right or I am wrong. But I see it your way. There's a chance that we might fall apart before too long. We can work it out. We can work it out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Baser. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back, Marcy. Hey, Marcy. Hi, Good to how see you. are you all? Good. It's been, actually, it hasn't been that long, actually. No, just the 50th. I know. There you go. <laughs> Two episodes ago. That's Steven. right. That's that's it not. It seems like a long time. The fan mail just keeps on coming in. Like, bring Marcy back. All right. All right. Yeah, the whole topless Marcy thing went over pretty well, I think. It broke the gram. <laughs> yeah, did your Instagram following go up? Well, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I was paying for them though. Can't you do that? The <laughs> likes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the only way we we get likes. Well, I think you know, Marcy. We are doing a whole episode, a whole episode, an entire episode, an entire episode, episode number fifty-two, mm-hmm. to be specific, <laughs> devoted solely to recovery. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Stephen and I have already talked about things we like to do because. In trail running and in life, I think. Yes, yes. People tend to not take recovery as seriously or they think of it as like downtime. Right. Oh. But it should be a little no. bit more active right. than I that. I feel like I'm more probably 80-20. 80% recovery, <laughs> 20% right. activity. That just means you're yeah. always prepared for yeah, activity. Yeah, right. you know, I'm, I'm stretched. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. When the time I'm comes, <laughs> you will be ready to go. slept up, ready to go. <laughs> so of this 80%, yes. if you look at the pie chart, mm-hmm. what are the activities that make up that 80%? Oh, I like a good night's rest. Oh, that's, that's sure. important. Yeah. That's yes, important. Yes. I feel like that needs a ding. Mm, thank you. <laughs> as well as the occasional nap. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Ding, ding. Oh, ding. Oh, there thank we go. You. So let me ask you this, Marcy. Is there a certain time of day that it's like, okay. The, Two or three o'clock. Really? That's Oh, without a doubt. So that's yeah. the prime nap time. That's And I it, mine are like 15 minutes. Okay. Oh, it's, it's like it. a little power Boom. nap. It's a power nap, and it's the best. I learned it from my grandmother. Really? Oh, yeah, right. it's a real deal. Right. It's a thing. 2 to 3 p.m., instead of having like happy hour, it's like siesta hour. It'd be a little early to start happy hour. I'm right. just going to tell you. You're <laughs> Not that <laughs> it hasn't been done. Be right, right. No, right. it's been done. Right. But 
makes you're happy when you wake up, right? Yeah, right, it's exactly. just a great All right. siesta. Yeah, so napping, um, sleeping, sleeping in general, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Similar activities, sure. yeah. Stretching. stretching. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. stretching, a nice massage. Ooh. Yeah, a little chiropractor action if okay. things have really gone south, right? Which I've heard happens to other people. Yeah. I mean. I've never gone so hard. I needed to see a chiropractor after anything, but it happens. It yeah, totally it does happens. Happen. That noise that I hear when people get their back cracked, it's like, that's my back. I don't, I don't uh, know. It's the neck. Have you seen it's on, awful. on YouTube these chiropractor adjustment videos are hugely popular? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I have one. Millions and millions of views. I'm going to send mine in. Oh, there you, you have go. a chiropractor video? Well, Charlie came with me to one and I... Like when I have to go to the chiropractor, it's because I've done something stupid. Like I missed the last step and I landed on the ground. Oh. I need to be adjusted. <laughs> I was really that, like, he right. laughs at me. He's right. known me a long time. He's like, oh, what did you do? Right. So my last one, Charlie came with me. Charlie she was being your daughter. My daughter. Right. Yes. yes. She needed to be adjusted as well. Right. Well, much. <laughs> I did not notice that she was filming me oh. while I'm getting mine done. <laughs> These seventeen-year-olds <laughs> film everything. Dang these kids! The thing TikTokers hate my body being popped. I don't like any joint being popped, but my neck—it freaks me out. I don't care for it at all. And right. so, uh, things are said, things are done on the table. Thing, things just are not good. Uh, on it the shouldn't table. be filmed. No, right, right. no. And <laughs> I, I make weird noises. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You would get a million views. We need to put that on YouTube. Right. I'll, I'll get. I'll send it to you guys. Okay. That next to your topless Jeep photos, that will go crazy. That, that might uh, yeah, break the internet, much as your husband did with his reenactment of the Titanic song. Bazers right. is breaking everything. Right. They're like, move over Kardashians. Uh, they're they're the social media. The social media. Socialites. Mm-hmm. So well, there was a video footage of that. All right. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. All right. And I hope there's not video footage of this next thing I'm going to ask you, Marcy, because I've heard a story. You mentioned massage. And I think you have a story. Already laughing. She's already laughing. She knows where I'm headed. Uh, Oh, yeah. Can you tell us the story of the massage gone awry? Oh, my. As it's entitled, Marcy Massage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It it definitely went awry, (laughs) if you will. Number one, I'd like to start off with. Do not get a massage in a third world country. It sounds like you two in Kenya have had had an issue. I would say, yeah, if there's some life rules, I have tried that. It it Mm. seems all poetic. It's different. Yeah. It's definitely different. Mine was, but I want to hear about yours. I'll tell you about this this bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) So Tim and I were in Costa Rica many, many moons ago. And was this off your pie, your pie sale? Yes, this was the pie cell. Wow, good memory. Thank you so much. The pie cell, yeah. This is, I think, this is the rewards. Pies paid for what just happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, on the trip, I wanted to get a massage. It was like a big luxury to me at the time. And that was something I was like, I want to have done. And so, we were in the cloud forest of Costa Rica and there was nobody around. We went to this hotel, kind of like, they don't have like hotels. Mm -hmm. That was air quoted for y'all. Cows. Yeah, you can't see it. I but. know. I'm I'm very visual. Right. So we go to this place where you stay at night, and it's a cool place. And but it's just 
different. It's a lot of outdoor, indoor, and there's nobody there but Tim and I and a few <laughs> staff members Sounds that work like a horror there. Film. <laughs> well, it gets interesting. Okay, all right. So, anyway, so um, Tim was like, you know, this would be a great time for you to get it. There's not a lot of stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to the front desk and he's like, hey, do you have a spa? Can you recommend some place to go? They're like, Oh, you know, we know a lady. She'll come to your room. She'll give you a massage. It's really great. She's so good. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Wow. This that was, sounds great. Well, it, yeah. it sounds fantastic, yeah. doesn't it? You just and took my word. He came upstairs and told me I'm all excited. And like, and she's going to be here like in an hour. So just relax, you yeah. know, just unwind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I think he went to go hang out at the bar or something at the time. And he was just going to give me the room. And right. me and Helga, we're going to have a massage. <laughs> <laughs> was that her name? Oh, I think so. <laughs> okay. Helga or Olga, somewhere along those right. lines. Some kind of a guh. Yeah, there's a guh. A lot of guh. A hard guttural yeah. sound. Yeah, it was tough. So all of a sudden I hear this. <laughs> These are like coming up my stairs and, you know, everything's open. Your windows are open because there's no air conditioning there. Right. And, and, and so I open the door and she's, I mean, she's a brute of a woman. And she's like... <laughs> Your massage, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, wow, she's gonna have some strong hands. This is gonna be fantastic. Right. And so I'm kind of standing there. I probably at this point had maybe had three massages in my life, anyways. And so I'm kind of looking at her and she puts this table out and she's like kind of fixing stuff up. And she's I'm thinking, okay, I mean, what do I mean? Do I go? She goes, undress. <laughs> <laughs> she commands like, you. I know. I was like, okay. I thought, should I go to the bathroom? And I just strip down in front of this lady. Right. I, I don't know. And she's at least three times my size. And I'm not. I'm not a small person. I mean, I'm above average as far as height. You can handle weight. yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Totally can handle myself. And I was a little scared. And she was like undressed, and I'm like, um. Oh, she's like, um, should I go to the bathroom and undress? And she's like, she looked at me like that was a stupid question. So I kind of grabbed the towel that was and put it on me. And I'm trying to take my clothes off with my towel over me. And I'm, I mean, it was just so awkward. Right. So I finally just walked into the bathroom, took off my clothes, put my towel on because she didn't give me a robe or anything. And I come out there and she's like, get on the table. I'm like... <laughs> Um, okay. And these towels are like, I mean, they're more, more like a, a hand towel. It's, right. it's a glorified hand towel is right. what I've got working for me at this point. And I'm thinking there's no sheet. There's no sheet. Just, oh, just, on the table. Just a table just and the table. towel. Well, the table had a fitted sheet that. Okay. Well, I'll let you know. This fitted sheet. So she's like face down. I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to get onto this thing. I'm wiggling around, trying to not show anything. There's no draping. There's no draping. (laughs) And so I'm laying face down, and all I can see are these, like, stains and hairs on this fitted sheet. No. (laughs) They do not belong to you. they're not mine. I just got there. I was like, oh. (laughs) Helga. I'm like, oh, Helga. And I kid you not. I'm laying on my stomach. I don't even think she told me to face down. I think that's just the way I went. I thought this is <laughs> this is gonna be Path the best. Path of least yeah. resistance. 
if I'm gonna go out, yeah, this is how I'm going. Face down. She grabbed my ankles and she literally started flipping me over until I went with it. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, we're rolling over. There was no rollover. There was nothing. It was like, oh. I was like, oh my lazy. And at this point, towel's gone. It's me, <laughs> all me. <laughs> And Olga or Helga, we're not really sure what her name was. I blacked out at some point in time. And she starts doing (laughs) stretches. Oh, no. So I'm laying on my uh, stretches. Bed. Stretches. Okay, not not like warming you up, but like like, like she st- has grabbed this ankle that she has flipped my body over, and she is shoving my whole knee up into my like stomach area and stretching me out. I've got nothing on people, <laughs> and I'm being stretched out by Elga, Holga, whatever her name is, thinking. Is this really happening to me? <laughs> I can't make it out. I, I mean, why am why am I not doing anything? I I didn't even know what to do. And the witches, I mean, that's pretty young for me. Yeah. You know, you know, I was probably thirty, maybe. I don't know how old I was. I, I was young enough that I wasn't like, stop this right now. Right. But she, at forty seven, you're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> no, I just let this continue. <laughs> she never did anything inappropriate there's a lot of leg lifting a lot of stretching a lot of body parts exposed that no i mean nobody needed to see and then finally she does flip me onto my stomach and i'm just like just let it end let it end and she's massaging my back and all of a sudden i hear these little footsteps coming up the stairway right by my room, and I can hear these two voices. There's, two, two voices. Oh, yeah. It's a man and a woman. I have heard nothing at this hotel. <laughs> nothing. The entire time, I'm like, oh, really? My window's open, Uh-oh. mind you. There's no there's no curtains, nothing. My window's open. I'm naked as a jaybird. There's no draping. Holga's working me over. I probably have just tears streaming down my face, soaked up this thing. I'm dirty mat I'm laying on with my tears tears and somebody else's hair and smells and stains and I can hear them talking 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 and they get to the window and it is dead silent I I'm my head's facing the other way thank goodness they could not see my shame as they walked by that window and then you hear the key in the door you hear it open you hear it shut and you hear this burst of laughter from these two people dying the walls are paper thin literally the sheet the dirty sheet I'm laying on was probably as thin as these walls and they are oh my gosh did you say that I mean they are rolling and I mean it's just really I think this is not going to get any worse right but it does oh no oh yeah but it does so it ends I'm thinking it's over Helga leaves. I fetal up in the bed, <laughs> waiting for Tim to come back. It's like, how's your massage? I don't, I don't, I can't even talk about it. I, give me some wine. Give me something. So the next morning at 5 a.m., we had a, a driver. Uh-huh. A lot of times in Costa Rica, you have you hire a driver. They'll take you someplace, drop you off for a few days, right. pick you up, take you someplace new. So our driver showed up. 
listen, it was a little old man. He was so fun. We really enjoyed him this whole trip. <laughs> he had been fantastic. His English was so sorry. Our Spanish was worse. So, I mean, we just did our best, and, and, but loved him. He's getting our bags at 5 a.m. I'm just kind of coming off of what just happened to me. And we're in the car and he turns around and he looks at me and he said, <laughs> and with the hand motions, Marcy Massage. <laughs> I thought, oh, Lazi, he came up and saw it too. Oh, yes. No. yes he he even saw know, it right. the window. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my shame continued with me the rest of the trip. So, I mean, just wow. all in all, Third world massages, just say no. Just say no. Just say no. I can concur. Man, yeah. that is... Yeah. So the whole resort basically participated in your massage. Pretty much. I think everybody may have come up, <laughs> laughed at me, watched it. It was just, it was a train wreck. Right. <laughs> so I have follow-up question, Marcy. Mm. How long did it take you until you were okay with having the next massage? Did, did that scar you time. for a it while? It was a while before was last I was week. convinced. Yeah, <laughs> before I was convinced that it's not always like that. Because <laughs> this is only your third. Yeah, third I, mean, so. I mean, I was talking downstairs with your lovely life about my first, and apparently that was even worse. So really? I just had. We don't even want to go there. That's a whole other story, a whole other episode. <laughs> but I had not had any good massages. Today, I'm an avid lover of a good yes, massage. Really? That's, what, that's what I thought. Oh, I love a good massage. Right. Yes. I mean, I'll even go to like a place that I'm like, eh, you know, because I've already been through the worst. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta say, you, eh, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty shoes. Eh, ah, I don't really care. No worries. <laughs> Well, that is quite the story. Mm. I'd heard it before. It's even better the second time. (laughs) The Masi Massage. Masi Massage. And his little eyes just lit up. I was like, oh, "Oh." man. Uh, I don't even know where to turn from there. What, what did, what did no. Tim, I mean, like when he comes back up and you're describing this, was he just laughing? Or? Well, at the time, I feel like I was too shocked to really, I don't feel like he fully heard what happened right. until about a year later. Right. You know, like I said, I was just fetal up. I just went to sleep. <laughs> I wasn't ready to talk about well, How happened. much trip was left after that? Um, Gosh, this was a long time ago, Jeff. We were in the middle of the continent. Of continent. Mm. Country. Um, I don't know. We we still had several days okay, that so me and I high. were winking at each other after that. <laughs> me and the, the driver, driver. He's like, I got your back uh, if you need me. <laughs> I've seen your back. I've got your back. Got your back. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that a is great crazy. massage story. Uh, Steve, I don't know why you don't like massages now that yeah. you've heard See, that story. Mar- Marcy just affirmed I've had three massages, two of them in third world countries, and yeah, I'm uh, yeah. cured. I'm not ever going back. Yeah. Well, just I can recommend a place for you here in the United States that will. There's plenty of draping, clean sheets, clean sheets. Nobody else is watching. It's not a voyeur situation. (laughs) That's a bonus. Yeah, bonus. Just you two. All right. All right. Well, as always, a great story and perspective from someone who's lived a lot of life. Yeah. And a, your, and a lot of recovery. a lot of recovery in your 47 years. Physically, so. emotionally, mentally, yes. <laughs> spiritually, oh, yeah. all of the Thanks, above. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we, I'm just trying to make it. We all get to learn. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Marcy Bezer. My honey, my baby.
baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't have me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Well, believe it or not, Stephen, the episode number 52, the recovery episode, I'm trying to recover here, is <laughs> come and gone. It has. It is over and done with, and we have recovered from the over-the-hillness, and we are on. So we really appreciate that. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode, and I think we just want to encourage everybody that the power of rest really is important. I know we've talked about some funny things with Marcy, but really just encourage you guys to pick a time and to recover, be with your family and friends and loved ones, and still achieve all your goals, but spend a little bit of time recovering and pouring back into you a little bit. Yeah, and thanks to Mindy for doing that awesome intro all the way from Cleveland, Stephen. Cleveland rocks. It does. And thanks, as you mentioned, to Marcy for her willingness to tell the (laughs) Masi Massage story. Oh, my goodness. Funny, as always, and certainly informative as to what not to do. Right, exactly. So, yeah, just in general, as a rule of thumb, just be careful when you're traveling with those massages. Yeah, be a little careful. Right. Well, Stephen, is there anything we would like the Big Ass Runners to do this week? So, Jeff, actually, there is one thing we can have people do, is, and it's really important, is to make sure that you have some really good, comfortable gear when you're recovering. That's so, so true. Yeah, and so Path Projects, obviously, is one of our sponsors. We really appreciate them, and they actually have some really nice stuff. I know one of their Pyrenees hoodies is one of the things I love. It just came out in, in the charcoal gray. Did you see that? I did not. Yes, a new color. I like it. Well, that's something that I love because it's kind of loose. And last episode, we talked about wearing stuff appropriately in the sun. So anyway, you should go check them out. They've got some really nice gear out there. And to help you recover, you should definitely look at halfprojects.com. I really appreciate them and all of our sponsors out there. Yes, and we could not do this without our amazing audio engineers. Steve, silly string Saunders, Stephen. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Until then, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. So check out this article. We thought it was really, really helpful. It's called It's Time to Get Real About Recovery by Zoe. What's her last name? Dashing by Zoe Hrom. And Stephen, she represents the Big Ass Runner brand so well. She's got some gear that she wears. But more than that, she's just got the heart of a great person, you know, a big ass runner. So we just want to say, like you said, long overdue. Shout out and kudos. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm getting... I'm getting we're getting, getting, we're getting, getting tired. T- we're getting tired. Sandy. S- S- Steve, you're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> well, Stephen, believe it or not, the recovery episode. This is the recovery episode? Yeah. Yes. Stephen, believe it or not. <laughs> Yeah, so actually there is, Jeff. We just want to encourage everybody to, 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 to if you... Sorry, Steve. That's just... I don't know what that is. Um, We're tired, Steve. It's 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 10 o'clock Central Time, past our bedtime. So past it. All right, all right. Let's all just get some sleep. we got to get moving before dawn. Why so early? Because we're in the middle of a desert, and we aren't going to get very far once that blazing sun gets overhead. Go, baby!